Morning, Caper. Welcome to the Good Boy Podcast. Episode 76. Yeah, it's been... Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. <laughs> Sorry, we've been on hiatus. <laughs> When's the last time you did a show? Uh, I think it was December something. Yeah, what was the date of it? I think, uh, yeah, early December. December um, 16th. Doing a podcast sometimes is like exercising, where like yeah. suddenly you realize like, oh, I took the whole holidays off from doing anything. Right. Oh, yeah. We yeah. were on Palm Springs with our parents for like four weeks. I know. <laughs> it was I started to feel like we were in hiding. This was my, <laughs> first, <laughs> was this was my first week of the new year. Have you, wait, so <laughs> was, was your house just vacant that entire time? Uh, oh, back in New York? No, it's this place just vacant. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I brought a ton of shit. I brought Molly out, like her bed, like yeah. all my clothes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but it was weird because the, we're in Palm Springs and so all the vacation people are gone. Yeah. So it's just like quiet. Like I was just like, it was very weird because you're hanging out at the house, you go to these restaurants and then you like kind of come back and just watch a movie. It felt like there's there'd be like an FBI car like parked out front. We were in like protective <laughs> custody or something. I've done that. It I've- had that vibe. Totally like we did. were on the run or something. I went yeah. down to... <laughs> because you have no agenda. I went down yeah. to Mexico one time for a full week at this place called Gaviotas that we go to all the time. It's like a gated gringo community mm-hmm. that we go to like surf in and everything. And my cousin was like, we should go down for a week. And we always go down on the weekend. And when you go down on the weekend, everybody's driven down from San Diego. So like, there's a whole community of like surfers and people having a good time. But when you go down in the middle of the week, it's yeah. just the retirees down there. <laughs> like, and they were like, we got in the hot tub with these guys, and immediately we were just like, "Hey, we can't go in the hot tub the rest of the time that we're here." There's like weird people in the hot yeah. tub right now. No, Ooh. it's weird when you're off grid, kind of like that. Mm. And by the way, that's the most comfortable place. I love where there's like, there's no agenda, there's no goals. You're just mm. kind of like somewhere, yeah. like waking up. Eating Palm Springs food. is the perfect place for that, by the way. Yeah. Did all that time just like melt together at a certain point? Yeah, oh, no, it totally time. just because yeah. we we just like go hiking and 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 eat food and then just like watch a movie. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't like when you get in that zone. I'm I get so happy and comfortable. Like I don't care about goals yeah. or anything. Yeah. I'm just like, well, wait a second. Why? Maybe there's got to be a better way to just get comfortable somewhere and just like not evolve or do anything. Well, also I, eating like shit. Yeah. Well, not like shit. Just eating a lot. Well, I think you it's just like you got you get in that groove where you're just like where you almost feel like you need to do something, but then yeah. you're like, why? Exactly. <laughs> like, why no, should I get off the couch? That's the thing. Like, our pioneer forefather and mother, Smetherans, uh, <laughs> they, they weren't like, oh, we need to, like, create art and, like, do this or that. It was just like, no, let's just, like, let's chill. just chill. And, well, like, they need to, like, let's take our cart somewhere. They needed to, like, fight <laughs> off wild animals. I mean, yeah. they had it really hard. <laughs> They're like, let, let's whittle a chair so I can sit here and look for animals trying to kill me. No, but, you know... You you bring up surfing, yeah. and I actually I'm starting to because I I enjoy surfing too a lot, but like I'm starting to see how as I get older I could fall into more of like a less uh, ambition mm-hmm. uh, kind of thing. And like guys, I'm in my early forties, like I'm almost I'm almost there. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, like <laughs> what, what if I just get like an early start on that? Because like, <laughs> uh, it was actually strangely people were like, oh my god, I'm so nervous about getting old. I'm so nervous. I'm like, yeah, I'm not at all. No, like hello pension, yeah. hello fucking. But also security. hello like dressing better. Yeah, hello yeah. like yeah. you know health. Yeah, I don't know. I, saw, I love it. I, I uh, went fishing last weekend um, or with uh, Tyler, your old neighbor. Uh, he he uh, got a Zodiac, and we went and took it on the ocean. And he took a picture. The killer? <laughs> he, yeah. Wait, what's his, oh, is that a boat? I, a Zodiac is like a raft-style speedboat. Oh, okay. And he had it moored in the marina. And so he asked me if I wanted to go fishing, and I hadn't seen him in a while. But he took a picture of me fishing. And I kind of wore some older, older clothes there, and I was just like, 
man, I dress way nicer now <laughs> yeah. than oh I used to. God, I dude. saw a picture of myself. I was like, I look like I'm dressed like like an assless grandpa, you know? Yeah. But not like a respectable grandpa, which mm-hmm. is what I want to look like. No, but like you realize, like all those guys, they call them jazz fest dads. The like the <laughs> Hawaiian that. shirt, cargo shorts with like New Balance sneakers and socks. There's a reason those yeah. guys are dressed like that because it's comfortable. Yeah, as yeah right. Fuck, yeah. Dude. Yeah. And once you start wearing like a Tommy Bahama shirt in the in the warmer temperatures, putting a t-shirt on it, you might as well put a spacesuit on. Yeah, like yeah. that restrictive nature of it. For sure. I, of, you the, know, I, of the a garment. When I was young, like I, when I like when I say young, when I was like a chunky teen. Yeah. I was obsessed with wearing like flowy Hawaiian shirts because I mm. thought it ma- disguised my fatness. Yeah, it, did, uh, it didn't. Oh no, no. no I see pictures and I'm like, man, I was just fat though too. Yeah. You know, it's like that fat teen look and everything. And I see it now, and I'm just like, man, you really ruined Hawaiian shirts for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> now I'd love to wear one like a shirt that was that flowy. Yeah, but now the older I get, like, see, like when I was in college, I wanted like the cool like. Professor Shoop ones from summer school that are like kind of like fade, like <laughs> vintage, the yeah. yeah the vintage kind of ones yeah. and now that's like a little douchey kind of like bro douche like kind of preppy hipster yeah. preppy hipster like I'm kind of more like the kind of silk based blend uh, Tommy Bahama ones that like you know, like, I don't know, like Tom Berenger's probably wearing right also, now. Also, you know what I love? I love how excited mm-hmm. I get about, like, I got these Tommy Bahama long sleeve shirts <laughs> where you can turn it inside out and it's the same, it's like four shirts. Oh, I got wow. two of them, so mm-hmm. it's, yeah. I, I'm, I'm so fired up about it. Yeah. Like, I would be like, who gives a fuck back in like my 20s? That's what I like about getting older is like, excited about different shit. Yeah. yeah. I love it. And like dress, I'm not a dad. But like dressing kind of like a dad, I'm, yeah. I'm like embracing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I'm all well, about hey, it. You don't need to have kids to be a dad. <laughs> no, and I you think don't this, at this all. is pro- this conversation's <laughs> proving that. Yeah, <laughs> you just those things are. It's maybe not even a dad thing. Like dads have been getting all the credit for this kind of behavior. Yeah, it no, might just it's be just like a grown up thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. maybe I'm, it's just maybe just growing up. And yeah. also just like not, hangovers hit really hard yeah the older you get I well, just, I've been getting crushed god you know I, I was and I always bring up this argument I can do the hangover the hangover I'm fine with because I'm still like a little giddy my jokes yeah. I'm like mm-hmm. fucking Chris Tucker when I'm hungover <laughs> yeah. like yeah. the jokes hit so hard the day after I mean I'm not like suicidal but like I'm my, I'm like where's the serotonin where, yeah, where'd you guy, where are you yeah, guys totally. hiding like come on back I also where, feel like I'm getting to the point now too where I'll like suddenly wake up and be like Hey, I didn't drink that much, right. but I time traveled to right now too. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I was like, I feel like I used to be able to drink so much more and remember, and now I'm just like waking up next to my girlfriend. I'm like, Jesus Christ, what did I do last yeah. night? Yeah. Well, the, well, when you're drinking a lot, and then there there'll be some times where you don't. And I'll wake up like, and I'll be like, Oh no, bro, you're not hungover. You didn't drink last night. And my <laughs> body's just like expected <laughs> yeah, right. to be hurting. Yeah, you're fine. But man. it's that day after. Um, And you know what, though? It especially happens if you do any amount of drinking, like, before 3 p.m. that next day. Even if you fucking turn it in early, something about those day beers... Your body's like, do we yeah. didn't want, we didn't yeah. ask for That's those, we don't want those. Like, yeah. totally. Like the uh, Super Bowl is coming up this week, and it's always just like, man, like I feel like I'm like I don't I don't watch professional sports at all for the most part, and so like it's just when that event comes up, I'm just like, I guess this is just a day of drinking. Yeah. Well, it sucks because the uh, out here the game's at three. Yeah, it's like you get to like the point where it's dark outside, and you're like, I feel like I've been drinking all day, and it's like, yeah, you have. Yeah. yeah. I literally drank drank the whole day. Wow. 
Yeah, when you've been drinking all day and then the event ends, but then you go somewhere. I'm no good it, in those situations. It's always kind of weird. Yeah, it's like, dark. Um, well, because your body thinks it's like 1 a.m., but it's yeah, only like sick. 8 p.m. <laughs> this time you're like, at it's a, like six. Yeah, yeah you like you go out with your boy. Like, let's go get like pizza somewhere, and yeah. like that's kind of weird. You're yeah. like you're real. You're real loud at the restaurant. <laughs> that's the thing. There's yeah. like a family. Exactly. Just like, you're oh super loud. God. We shouldn't have gone to Pizza Hut. <laughs> yeah. But like it's too early to go home because yeah. you're just gonna be like drunk at eight doing nothing and like starting to sober well, up. Those are the times where you go home and you're like, uh, you know, just get delivery and crack open a bottle of wine and what? just keep going. And I think that's also the part where alcoholics kill themselves. Yeah. It's like, like those, those, those first micheladas fucking hit like real nice. But now like it's like 7.30, I'm drunk at my house, I have no family, no one wants to hang out with me because it's Tuesday. And, uh, let's go see that uh, shotgun. Uh, go check on that shotgun. Either that or you write a book. Yeah. 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 You're ordering pizza. But also if it's, a, if it's like a Sunday fun day, you get home and it's like my like maybe Mad Men is on, and that it's always like a weird episode. Or you're not as dialed into no. it as you usually are. And, and, and you can't like choose to watch something at that point in time too. You're no. kind of in a situation where you got to just turn on the TV and hopefully there's something there. Mm-hmm. And that's where you get stuck watching like the internship or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> the internship. I is that like, Anne Hathaway and Don Robert no, De Niro? Wait, it's, no. Is it Vincent Owen Vince, Wilson? Oh, yeah, it's oh, Vincent okay. Owen Wilson. Yeah. I think it's the internship. Or one yeah, of, yeah. But like I, I ended up, I got st- stuck watching that just because like uh, it was Chris, day after Christmas or it was one of those days in the holidays and we were like flying out to, um, we were in New Hampshire and we we're flying out to Europe like the, that night. Mm. Uh, we we're taking a red eye and, um, and because we had like a whole, whole day to burn, nobody's planning anything that right. day that you're traveling that night and everything. So we were just at like my girlfriend's uh, brother's house and all the holidays had happened. This is like the 27th. So there was like nothing else to look forward to there. So we just like started watching Comedy Central. By the way, there's weird commercials on Comedy Central at the time. There was this commercial Yeah, what are they advertising? Called. There was one that was like the Trumpy bear that was oh, like. Oh, I haven't seen that. I, it was like a teddy bear in support of Trump. But it's like such an odd commercial that I was like, is this, it's on Comedy Central. Is mm-hmm. it a joke? Yeah, and I, like, I saw it last night for the first time. I couldn't believe the commercial. Like, I was, Comedy Central, like, like, I don't know who's like, if they can't charge a lot for their commercials, but the, mm-hmm. la- the layers of commercials that I saw during the internship were just like, I thought they were all spoofs. I thought the whole thing well, was like they, a spoof Probably because the viewership is just a bunch of stoners That's who aren't going to yeah. buy anything that they're, they, they just have to be like, what would these idiots it, buy it right now? It was so now? many yeah, commercials exactly. for compression socks. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Hmm. I was like, I've never even heard of compression No, but that's socks. another thing that a stoner might buy. Like, dude, yeah. I'll get those. Yeah, there, was, there was multiple kinds of compression. Uh, by so, the way, it's hard to pay attention to the conversation when Tremors is playing in the back. Yeah, so we, got, we have Tremors. Uh, the uh, what, what genre would you call this? It's like horror, horror comedy? Horror comedy, for horror sure. Horror comedy. But one thing you didn't—I just noticed—is you, uh, you didn't have to. That guy uh, from fa- the dad and family ties. You did, did. He probably was a little worried about getting typecast. They kind of <laughs> broke that, and this. He's just like a weird redneck. He, he literally just pulled out an elephant gun yeah. and shot <laughs> Trevor. <laughs> like that scene it was like, oh, this whole movie's so it's good. the greatest. So it's I probably love it like so much. I'd say maybe top. 20 for me. I think it might yeah. be top 10 for me. You know me. what? It, it might Whoa. be number 10 for me. It's like I a, love it so like much. It's like that layer of cheese in it where it's like kind of got like almost like a tombstone cheesiness to mm-hmm. it that I really, really, like tombstone the movie, not the pizza. Right. Uh, like we're... <laughs> Whoa, yeah, wow. Yeah, nice. You know, right? That's a good frozen pizza. Yeah. yeah, it actually is a good frozen pizza. There's probably pizza. commercials for that on Comedy Central. Oh, dude. <laughs> 
Oh, we can't all fit on the bulldozer. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, a but, great Kevin Bacon. Uh, when Kevin Bacon has a southern accent, he always crushes. Yeah. This what, jam what are we doing? And he, he always still always has that, that slight like Chicago accent from Hollow Man. This is it beautiful. Like the, if you watch this movie, like I've, I watched it recently, and I was kind of astounded me. just by like the scenery in the back in the background yeah. all the time. Like there are epic shots in this film. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think Milos Forman was the cinematographer <laughs> on this. But you know what, what? Is Kevin Bacon his real name? Is Bacon his real last yeah, name? I think so. Uh, damn! Look at his hair. That's a good question. That'd be dude, great if fresh. that was if that was his stage name. He's just going down the list. He's like. Kevin Sausage. Yeah. Kevin Sausage. Uh, Kevin, Kevin Scrapples. Kevin, Kevin Scrapples. Kevin Norwood Bacon. Oh, Bacon. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, because he Bacon. has a brother, doesn't he? They, he does, they, and they, they, have, they, they have, have a band. band. Fabulous Bacon Bros yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, um, this movie is classic. I like. I this was one of the movies that I recorded when they played it on NBC all the time, or dubbed mm. over the curse words, which made it an even better experience. Yeah. Oh, this and this was playing. We went on a big family cruise for my. I think it was my grandmother's like seventieth birthday yeah. in like nineteen ninety. It was that Disney cruise, the mm. big red boat, where you're out in the ocean for like three days, and then you do the, all the Disney parks. Yeah. And come back. And this was playing on the cruise. Dude, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And I think because the cruise had like a, and then by the way, I thought that was Wayne from the Wonder Years. <laughs> yeah, it's not, not no, Wayne. No, no. So oh like God. the producers are like, we got bad news, we can't get Wayne. But there's just like a child <laughs> yeah. agent. He's just like, we got this other guy. He's got very similar bones. His structure. name is Dwayne. Yeah, he's, he's got the same kind of hateability yeah. <laughs> punk fucker, big brother. Vibe. Wayne from the Wonder Years is one of the best bad guys ever. Yeah. I, I've yeah. bumped into him twice in LA now. Oh, I'm sure. Like yeah. I, I bumped mm. into him one time. This is like my first job. It was like 2006 after I graduated from college. And I was working in this building, 10100 Santa Monica Boulevard. And I didn't, I was, I love the Wonder Years so much when I saw Wayne, I just zeroed in on him and he was with somebody else. And I didn't even, and I was like, oh my God. I, I, I was like, Jason Hervey, I know his name for some reason. Yeah, Jim. I was just like, dude, I'm a huge fan. I love the Wonder Years so much. I'm like, I'm so, so honored to meet you. It was like my, one of my first like encounters here in LA. Wow. And, but he, I didn't realize it until later. I was started thinking about the guy next to him. I was like, oh fuck, that was Scott Baio that was standing right oh. there. And Scott, Scott Baio got blown off for, for Wayne from he the got, Wonder Years. Yeah, wow. he got cock blocked by, uh, by Wayne. Jesus. I was going to say, I, was, I thought you were going to be like, and then he gave me a noogie. No, that would be incredible. <laughs> no, but I got, was he, is he a bully in real life? He was really nice. Yeah, he was super yeah, amiable. Right. I bumped into him in an elevator, and then like two years later, I was in another elevator with him. I was like, dude, this, this is incredible. Did I he remember you? No, but I, <laughs> I was just like, me um, from the elevator? Yeah, and, wow, you know, Charles it's funny, and Wayne. It's yeah. funny you say that, because one of the first famous people, or I don't know if we're calling these people famous, but... Uh, <laughs> I think Wayne from yeah, the Wonder Years is famous. famous. Uh, yeah. was, I, I saw He's in Back Win- to the Future as well. I saw Winnie oh, yeah. Cooper at um, the W in the Westwood, mm. like right after I graduated from college. Nice. It must be like a thing. By the way, I saw on Cameo today, that you can get Winnie Cooper to call people or oh, do, wow. do messages for you, 60 oh. bucks. You know, I, it'd be great though because Winnie Cooper was everybody's first crush. Oh, yeah. yeah. It'd be great if, if you, ki- like, and she's like, like, and there's like for the 600, like, bonus <laughs> call, you can like get her to do some like dirty talk. Yeah. Yeah. You know who it's was like, on- I'm just here with Kevin thinking about you, <laughs> hey, cock. There, there are other people on it. The soup Nazi from Seinfeld is on it. Yeah. For, oh, six, yeah. for yep. 60 bucks. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Like, yeah. I was just like, I'm ready to spend 300 bucks right now. I got like, one no. for him with Charlie Sheen. Yeah. That's, how much was it? <laughs> it, was, it was up there. Okay. But I got you, um, uh, Zane Johnny. Yeah. Johnny, which he's just a meme creator. <laughs> 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 
thought it would be funny. He's like, what's up with your boy and Zane Johnny? It was great. It was He's so calling good. to wish you a Merry Christmas. <laughs> what a, what I a, loved it. What an age to live in. Where you're so I dude, know. Cameo's right? a genius idea. <laughs> you can spend 40 bucks and have Winnie Cooper send a message I to know. somebody. But you know, these people, they must line up. All their cameos and just like sit in their office oh, for sure. like an yeah. hour and just, just clean up. Yeah. Just make a thousand bucks real yep. fast. Yeah. They like set aside a day for sure. Like yeah. Charlie Sheen must be raking in the dough doing stuff right. like that. Yeah. You know who'd be great is if the, the the dad from when the Wonder Years did it, Don Laurie. <laughs> I think he's I think he's dead. <laughs> no, I think he's still alive. I just saw him in something. Really? Uh, yeah, I'm almost positive. I was actually, that dude was terrifying. He was. I he was, was thinking like, they, they should very angry they should man. do they should bring it back as all of them as adults yeah. and like. Kevin's like just getting out of jail. Or still, no, still Wayne, has that Jets jacket. Wayne, Wayne's yeah. about to get out of jail, and he's got to go like live with Kevin. Wasn't the rumor that Paul Schaefer <laughs> was Marilyn Manson too? Yeah, right. That was an urban oh. legend. Yeah. Oh yeah, right, right, right. Was it Paul Schaefer? Isn't that from David Letterman? Yeah, Paul. I, what was yeah, his name they, on the Wonder <laughs> Years? Paul. Um, Look at that guy, Don Loria. He's alive. Oh, yeah. He's alive. He looks kicking. like a real booze head. Dude, uh, he does. He Best known for his work is Jack Arnold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a he great was name. such a buzzkill on that show. Well, he was just so angry. Yeah. Well, like, and, and he definitely got the sense that, like, he hit his kids. Yeah. Like, hey, I mean, he, looks, he looks like a fucking million bucks right there. Yeah, he yeah. does. And then the, the sister was like a wook. She yeah. kind of like disappear yeah. on like go tour with the dead and stuff. It was a great show though because I remember like Wayne's friend came back from Vietnam and he was shell shocked. Well, stuff the, the like pilot that. of that episode super sad. Yeah, when his uh, yeah when his brother died in Vietnam. No, yeah. I mean it was pretty like good compelling television. Well, yeah, it was they, great. And they used killer music from the time period yeah. though, too. Yeah. And Daniel what Stern is the voiceover. Yeah, if a sang. But Paul had one of the greatest burns ever. He's like, when they were having a fight, he's like, hey, do you wear that that stupid New York Jets jacket? You've never even been to a game. Because oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. It's like, why is he such a big Jets fan? Yeah, he does. There, it's not, <laughs> it, the show doesn't take place in New York. No, I'm pretty yeah. sure it's out here. No, yeah, right. like, I mean, well, then I remember, it was almost like what happened with Boy Meets World and, you know, oh, this, their brothers. Great but, show. Uh, it was they got too old. Yeah. Once Kevin lost his innocence, that was the whole yeah. crux of the well, show. When he started getting hair on his pencil, it was uh, well. Also, uh, Fred Savage is in a movie with uh, Candace Cameron where he plays a guy that like he's like uh, the high school boyfriend and he yeah. abuses her and then ends up murdering her. Real departure from Kevin Arnold. Wait, yeah. that was back then. He did that. He did it in like '96. Oh yeah, that's a career killer right there. That's like <laughs> yeah. that's like Jesse Spano going on Showgirls or whatever. It's just like actually yeah, didn't work. But no, ever but again the thing is, that. when he got older, he really lost his innocence. They were like, I think Fred Savage is going to be great for uh, this uh, yeah murder high school. Well, murder he's living up, finally living up to his last name. <laughs> you know, though, like, <laughs> yeah, he yeah. kind of wasn't doing that. I mean, it was like Fred, not Savage. Yeah. On, but he's like the least Savage person on Wonder. Years. And now he's a huge TV director. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He's Directed like tons of it's always sunny in tons Philadelphia and stuff like that. Mm. You know, like another show where like the where once they they get too old, it's just it's like when it's not cute. Even when <laughs> it moves past the point of like, hey, it's like even post puberty, not cute. yeah. Wait, and and, and it happened to uh, Michael Sarah when they brought back Arrested Development. Yeah, and you would watch it and be like, hey, this isn't cute anymore. There's right. nothing likable I mean, about this Macaulay guy. Macaulay Culkin. I mean, <laughs> yeah. he, but he went straight from like he didn't even hit puberty. He just hit meth. No, it was just like, like, it was yeah. like he yeah. came out with getting even with that, and you're like, is he the dad? <laughs> yeah, but can you imagine? It's like all of a sudden you're the biggest thing in the world, and then the phone just stops ringing. They're like, you got any other Culkins there? Any? Yeah, uh, younger? and it yeah. turns out they did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got several. <laughs> Wait, now, yeah. is uh, Randy Savage, is, uh, is he related to Fennec? He must yeah. be. He must be. Macho. He's, an, he's an uncle. Yeah. Uncle Randy. Macho. Well, I'm very, very proud of Fred and Ben. 
<laughs> That'd be Ooh, great yeah. if he was their dad. How did yeah. they not do that? If Funny or Die had been around during the Wonder Years oh and Boy God. Meets World, yeah, totally. they definitely they would have done that. They replaced the dad from Wonder Years with Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, well, I work in a furniture factory. <laughs> By the way, that should definitely go on the camp. Goodbye, Instagram. Macho Man Fred Savage. <laughs> Wait, I, I God, I never even realized that. That So Fred Savage had Wonder Years, like a real like kind of coming of age growing mm-hmm. up, and then Ben Savage. Yeah. Ben Boy Savage, Meets World is a great fucking show. Ben yeah. Savage is also in the movie Clifford with Martin Short. Yep. I don't know if you've ever seen it before. <laughs> Love that but movie. I watched that recently, uh, and it definitely... There's parts of it that, that kind of held up, and there's like... You know, it's definitely one of those movies you watch it, you're just like, oh, yeah, there's like rampant homophobia in it and stuff yeah, like that. Oh, it's, a product, it's a product of the early 90s, for yeah. sure. But, uh, Charles he, Grodin, where'd Charles Grodin go? He's great. He's, he did that talk show on like CNBC. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he like just fell off the map after. <laughs> yeah. He was on SNL all the time like, in the he was, 70s. Like, mm-hmm. he, the dude was like a, a featured character on like the Muppets and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like, I mean, he was like, uh, that dude was like classic comedy. He's when he great. Came out, and he just like, then he started doing the CNBC show and he like changed the way he talked and stuff. Stuff like that, yeah. And he just became like this methodical, like serious guy, and I was just like, no, nah, people aren't paying to see. Like, yeah, no, they I want to see Beethoven. <laughs> I want to see you get slobber all over. Yeah, you. <laughs> I want to see uh, what is it? Modern problems? Uh, <laughs> is, is he it, in that? I think he is, isn't he? Uh, oh no, I think you're thinking Dabney. D- oh yeah, that's Dabney. He's in Clifford, Beethoven. Dabney's in in Beet- uh, in Clifford as well too. Oh, yeah, you're right. He plays, like, the bad guy who's Charles Grodin's boss. He's like, I yeah. happen to love Willie Nelson. Nobody plays yeah. a boss better than Dabney Coleman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, nine to five. I yeah. Mean, that was the, yeah, he was the, the classic Oh, uh, Charles boss. Grodin's in Rosemary's Baby. That's right. Yeah, he right. plays the uh, the doctor. Yep. Yeah. I'm just going to give you a nice herbal prescription. This is going to be great. I'm going to make a nice uh, yogurt shake for you. This Everything's going to be fine. It's like she has he's the in devil. on it. He is. Yeah, yeah, he's part of their cult. Yeah, right, right. Tannis fruit. That's what he prescribes. He's like, I'll oh, just take a little more of this tannis yeah, fruit. Now nah. yeah. <laughs> you got the devil inside of you. Oh, boom. Down goes fucking bacon. <laughs> uh, when then, what are the tremors? They're, they never really explain they're, it. They're, they're graboids. They're, oh, <laughs> nice. Is that the name that Walter came yeah, up with? Many rest <sighs> in peace. No, like they're they're, they're prehistoric. So, like, they don't ever t- say directly, but mm-hmm. they. I think they infer. That they're like prehistoric creatures that have existed out here for a long period of time, and that right. they're awoken by a seismic shift or something like that. I don't know. They don't. Maybe they don't really ever explain oh, it. Where'd they get an Uzi okay, from? The dad from Family dad Ties. Dad from Family uh, Ties has like a stockade he's a of stockpile weapons. Yeah. of weapons. And you know, he's actually right. If they had stayed at their place, they would have. They would. They, they, they had the elephant gun. They easily could have posted up there. So Finn Carter is who plays the uh, the love interest of, of Kevin Bacon, and mm-hmm. she had a little. Uh, she had some legal problems recently in, what? in Vegas. Really? Oh, whoa. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> She's like a tweaker now. <laughs> but kind of looks like a U.S. women's soccer player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whoa. So she was arrested in Vegas. Uh, I don't think she acts anymore. She kind of looks uh, like David Bowie a little bit in that, that Yeah, a little shot. bit. But that looks like she... So her career after Tremors didn't exactly skyrocket. She was in a ton of TV, but then lately... She was not invited back for Tremors 2 after I don't think so. Is Kevin Bacon in Tremors 2? No. Fred Ward is. Fred Ward. But Kevin Bacon came back for like a Tremors series, I believe, on sci-fi. He was supposed to, yeah. His career was in a weird spot there. Do you think he was like, you know what? I'm not a great actor. I'm just going to be in these dumb movies forever. I mean, and now, you know, he kind of found his... His more artistic side playing like cops. Well, yeah. you know, well think like, about it. Like, so this this movie is from like 1989. So the lead up to this was Animal House. 
Footloose. Yeah, it's, he's kind of like a. Well, he, I mean, he's kind of a weirdo. He it's like, yeah, let's get him in tremors. He, he kind of like self blacklisted tremors from his career for a long period of time. See, that breaks too. my heart. It does. Oh, mine he, too. He, he, he shits on it. Oh, he, he was he was like anti tremors for the longest oh. time because I think Kev. It, I think because <laughs> it was like so associated with like this kind of actor that he is and everything, and he right. didn't want to be seen that way. And like, I shouldn't have taken the job <laughs> yeah. in a movie about <laughs> underground snakes. About graboids. Should have read that. Should have read that <laughs> script you know, one more this time. Is, this is, movie has a great cast. They have like uh, the dude that plays Walter was also like Egg Shen from uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, okay. yeah. Like he's a classic actor of this period. Reba McIntyre. Fred Ward. I mean, like Fred Ward is underappreciated big time. I understand why they tried to bring him back for all the Tremor sequels. Yeah. Dad from Family Ties. You know, this is kind of who he is. To yeah. Me now. Dad right, from right, Family right. Ties is also in the sequel, and he's got the same Atlanta hog. Had. Yeah, oh, wow. <laughs> and, wait, is it the Hawks or the Atlanta Hawks? And yeah. I feel like you'd run into him at a liquor store in Santa Monica, and he'd have um, that Atlanta Hawks. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. The best was, he still thinks he's in the movie. Did, yeah. Didn't you? I, didn't we see the mom? The mom from, from Family Ties at the liquor store. I thought it was the mom from Wonder Years. Mom from Family Ties. From, oh, we saw the mom from the Wonder Years at Shay J. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah, I think that the little girl in this is the girl, girl from Jurassic from Park. Jurassic Park. Yeah, it is. Lex. Mm. Yep. Wow. There's no bullets in this gun. <laughs> Stupid idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then what was Critters? Critters is entirely... They're I, aliens, aren't they? I think so. I, I, you know, like, I'm not super keen on Critters. But this was... It was kind of like a... It was, it was a, a genre. Yeah. It was like a horror comedy, like, like weird like, There was a lot of... Yeah, like Monkey genres. Shines was yeah. another one. Great movie. And, Monkey yeah. Shines is good. I've, Monkey, yeah. I've never seen it. It was just like that VHS that was, it was on the it, shelf and we it, weren't allowed to watch. It's a great poster. Oh, yeah. Look at that. It looked scary as fuck. Yeah. Monkey Shines. I think yeah. like the Leprechaun you know, movies were kind of in that same... I mean, they always went real far down, like more comedy. Dude, yeah. those are, those got ridiculous. They did. I I had my first kiss to Leprechaun in Space. Right. Oh, interesting. Leprechaun in the Hood. That's what it was. Oh my huh. God. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, critters. Leprechaun are strange, fuzzy in the critters. Hood. Not a great kiss, but it, <laughs> no, it is a marker though. And you know, yeah, there's there's like a girl somewhere that's just like every time she sees a poster for Leprechaun in the Hood. I mean, where are you going to see a poster? Was it a fr- <laughs> was it a French kiss or a first kiss? Oh, no, or like it was, a it, well, I, I would say it was like the first real like makeout kiss that I ever had yeah. before. And I remember we were all just like, "This movie's so stupid." I was like, "Yeah." Well, you probably were like the only ones in the theater. There wasn't in the theater. It was straight. Uh, to, it was straight to VHS. Oh yeah, yeah. That didn't get a theatrical release. <laughs> no, yeah, right. I remember Coolio was in it. <laughs> and I remember, I remember this in particular. Coolio's in it for like a hot second. And Leprechaun is rapping at one point for some reason. And Coolio walks by and is like, damn. And then just walked off. And I remember just even at that point being like, why did Coolio just show up in Leprechaun well, it's in the like, Hood? Because it's like when we met LL Cool J and he's like, I want to win an Oscar. And like, it's like, bro, you've only been in like three movies. Yeah. Like, you take one day at a time. But Coolio was probably like, came in and he's like, yo, I want to be in, I want to win an Oscar. Yeah. And like, I want, like, yeah. Let's start with Leprechaun yeah. in the Hood, buddy. Like, Work from there. Like, we'll see how that will move Warwick on. Davis is the star of this film, Coolio. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so they did Leprechaun in Space. And then did, wasn't there Leprechaun in Vegas? I think that there's there's a litany of, like, these Leprechaun It's really films. weird. Like, there's yeah. a lot. There's a vast catalog of them. But, mm-hmm. like, you know, big props. Warwick Davis, the guy who plays Leprechaun, too, is the guy who played Willow. Oh, yeah. Stuff yeah, like totally. that. That guy's had a hell of a career. Like, no, he was like he was like the guy before Peter Dinklage. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Totally. But, yeah. you know. No, is Dinklage's but, stage name or is that his actual given name? Because oh, you're kind of getting, like. Peter Hayden Dinklage. Wow. No, no stage name. No. Wow. Yeah. 
If he just went by Peter Dink, Peter the Peter the Dink, <laughs> height four foot four. P- Peter P- <laughs> Peter Dink. Hey, his age is just like, hey, Peter, we're thinking we could be just like, let's really brand you, buddy. Like, what do you Peter think? Dink. Peter Dink. <laughs> He's a great well, actor. Yeah. He is a great actor. You know, I recently watched uh, Me, My Son, or no, uh, Elf. That's what he's in. He's, oh, he's an elf? Yeah, he's like, um. he, he's like the famous writer in Elf that. Um, that uh, Andy Richter and um, KG from Tenacious D bring in to meet. Uh, I can't remember. Right, that's an elf. But like, yeah, he, he shows up and he's like, gets super pissed off at Will Ferrell for some reason because he's being all elf like and everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, he shows up for a little bit. I yeah. think that's the way it goes. You got to kind of play a, sh- a little person in a few things, and now you can play like non little person yeah. roles. Like, because I think that's his whole thing is he like now plays more roles that aren't just like right, right. That they need a little person in um, Avengers Infinity War. He played like a giant. Oh, okay. But like a giant. So dwarf. he's definitely going against type in that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, in sta- yeah, because in Station Agent, that's the whole thing. Right. Is that yeah, yeah. Station dwarf? Agent's a great movie. It by is the way. good. Yeah, that was like his breakout. It to- yeah, totally. When, when, when is that from? Oh. Like 204. Yeah. Oh, 304. Oh, wow. It's yeah, really that's good. A, that's yeah. really old. It was yeah. a breakout also for Bobby Carnavale. Oh, yeah, totally. And yep. uh, Helen. No, it's like it's that woman. Who is she? Patricia Clarkson. Patricia Clarkson. I always get Patricia Clarkson like mixed up with Helen Mirren. She's kind of like <laughs> yeah, the John Hurt. John Hurt. Is John Patricia, Hurt. Clarkson Patricia Clarkson the mom from Everybody Loves Raymond? No, that's Patricia Heaton. Oh, yeah. she's kind of in there too. So like Patricia Clarkson, <laughs> I always get her like Helen Hunt, Patricia Clarkson, Helen Mirren. Uh, there's a couple other ones that kind of I lump I into see, that. You know, like Helen, the Helens getting mixed up. Yeah, like mm-hmm. uh, also Holly, Holly, Holly Hunter. Hunter. Yeah. yeah, like they're kind of like interchangeable. They I probably, was, I'm sure the casting directors have like it's like a it's like all right, we can't get her. It's like how about Patricia Clark? Oh, she can do. play. Yeah, she can play a that woman. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, because Patricia Clarkson's just always like, sweetie, you know we're going to... She's just always that, like... <laughs> or Helen Hunter. Helen or Hunter. Holly Hunter. Helen Hunter. Hunter. <laughs> Holly, Holly Hunter. <laughs> That's a great one. I wonder if you made, like, a face mashup of Helen Hunt and Holly Hunter, if it would just look like one of them. Yeah, maybe. Like, if you looked I might at do it, that. It's just like, it just looks like an old lady. Yeah. Oh, man. I haven't seen Helen Hunt in anything in a long time. Uh, she's in a terrible movie from like 2015 that she directed about surfing. Oh, yeah. it's horrible. It is horrific. You might have seen her down, because I used to see Luke Wilson at Hanana. Full, full wetsuit. Wait, yeah. who else is in it? Luke Wilson. Uh, I think Helen I feel like I did see it. Is it like a, is it a Christian film? No, it, got, it has that kind of vibe, though. She, a little bit. It's, it's, I think like her, it is she, she's a New Yorker writer. Let me see. And then she somehow comes out. They get a divorce, so she comes out to LA to like refine herself and like start surfing. Just turns into the biggest kook you've ever seen. Yeah, it's really bad. She's just like dropping in on everybody. And and she directed it too. And and yeah, we we would see Luke Wilson at Hanano like full wetsuit, like drinking at the bar. It's like. Dude, someone told Kook of the Day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But take that Little off. did we know he's making a movie. You yeasty bastard. But she, you see her surfing. She does surf. You yeah. see her surfing at sunset. She's always surfing with uh, Starling from uh, Mad Men. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Really? She really surfs out there? Yeah. Oh, it's called Ride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is. Wait, let me just pull up a, uh, let me pull up a little plot. Well, premise. A mother travels cross country to California to be with her son after he decides to drop out of school and become a surfer. So she wants to move out there and like understand it. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, you know, it's too bad Instagram wasn't bigger back then because if they had like a kook of the day tie in, oh where it's like, mom, you're on kook of the day. <laughs> yeah. what Shut the? up, mom. Yeah. I hate you. <laughs> Oh, she like, yeah, she has the wetsuit on backwards. <laughs> <laughs> My buddy Dan, one time I, when we went to paddle out, like he put, he was a new wetsuit and he put it on and we walked out there and, you know, he didn't pull it up all the way. He just pulled it on halfway and then we walked out to the water and he didn't realize that he got out there that he'd put it on backwards. <laughs> yeah. And then he was just like, screw it. He was like, I don't want to go back. So he just wore his wetsuit backwards while he surfed. Yeah. And we were like on soft tops and I was just like, dude, we're like the most embarrassing people. <laughs> I know. Right now, like this is total. But cool. why is surfing so like the yeah. littlest fucking thing? And it, you just, really look stupid. You, I, it's you, so funny. It happens to me even, and it's just like like I've surfed for twenty years now, and like I'll do something out there where I'm just like, man, like I look like such a kook out here. Yeah, I guess well, when I, there's when like I first, poster like surfers like in movies and on like posters and TV, they're usually like cool looking well, people. Also, I'll say a lot of but seventy five percent of surfers are such idiots. Like they're mm-hmm. the dumbest people I've ever encountered oh, yeah. in my life. <laughs> yeah, and they're so territorial about the worst spots too mm-hmm. just like people get like angry at breakwater and it's just like hey this isn't even a good surf spot what are yeah. you doing like yeah. this is you're, you're like by a tourist destination you fool what, yeah. like, what are you getting angry for here and it's just like and you like and then you have these people like up from Venice yeah and it's just like what does that even mean <laughs> yeah this isn't North Shore dude. yeah there's nothing tough about Venice anymore yeah it's like, really are, you, are you like come on he like, what, what does he call him in North Shore have you seen the movie yeah Howley oh, Howley so yeah wait Howley. what's North Shore I've never North, seen oh, it oh dude North Shore is an incredible he's a movie s- server from Arizona so, so it's like a, it's from like the early 90s and Laird Hamilton plays like the bad guy in it Laird oh, Hamilton okay. the big wave surfer it's like it is Max Cheese dude you gotta yeah. watch it Barney yeah, got it. yeah. Varney. It is. It He's is a Varney. It's oh, one okay. of those movies, like, like it's way cheesier than like some like Point Break. You know, Point Break has other qualities to it. But yeah. you go and you watch North Shore, and you're like, oh, this is like the stupidity. It's of like surfing. Tremors. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like the Tremors of surf surfing movies. It's pretty. It's pretty good. It's, it's pretty so, bad. <laughs> he gets. He goes out from Arizona where he surfs like wave pools, and then he goes to oh, North okay. Shore when it's like all these local like Hawaiian. Guys. And I'm and I'm sure at that age in that time period, North Shore is probably pretty grisly and was super. But it would basically it's one of those things that like homogenizes something tough and cool into something stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And Laird Hamilton is an actor in it, and it's like Laird Hamilton's like the dumbest caveman on the planet. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, that guy is like, you know, like <laughs> shots I, fired. Larry. Well, it, well, when he was in the descendants, that George Clooney movie, I was like, who's this fucking goon? He's yeah. he, like, he is, he, he is, is a, a caveman. Go- I don't yeah. know how else to describe it. Yeah. Like, and he, like he's huge and that's how he scored Gabriel Reese. Right. But it's just like, you know, like I can only imagine, like he's the type of guy who's like, oh, I know a lot of really educated gas pumpers out there. Yeah. And it's just like. No, Shut he's like a redneck. No, the, you, people don't realize like there a lot of a lot of servers are like rednecks. Oh yeah, kind of. You know. Well, mm-hmm. and he's like a guy that just grew up there too. So he's like Malibu or Hawaii in Hawaii. Uh-huh. So he's like kind of like he's like the white trash of Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's right. how he grew up. But the, but the fact of the matter is that he conquered big waves in a, on a level that nobody else really is. He the best server ever. No, like I mean I I mean Come on, bro, like, that's he's Kelly Slater. He, I, I would Duke say Hanamoku, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dick to Duke, Duke, bro. Dick to Kahanamoku. Oh, is that who Duke's Duke name must be yeah. rolling in his grave. Yeah. Um, that, that dude surfed on like a 30-foot surfboard. <laughs> like, I thought I had a big surfboard when I started. I saw pictures of Duke Hanamoku. It's like a fucking redwood yeah, tree. Yeah, you have to like... <laughs> He's surfing You have on. to like run a marathon just to put your toes on yeah. the nose. Um, Kelly Slater, definitely. Kelly, Slater is probably like... I mean, I, I don't... To, again, I don't really follow the sport of surfing because yeah, right, right. I don't care about it. It's like surfers are dumb, but like... 
I just like I can't, Slater keeps winning championships, and he's like late forties now. So uh. it's just like he's genetically and understandably like probably the best surfer ever. Laird's just like a moronic like caveman who decided to go surf a big wave and and live. And it, now he's like lending his name to like those like medicinal mushroom yeah, powders yeah. and stuff. Oh it's God. like Laird's seven blends. You see all these people Corey like, Seps. you see like, oh and, and I've like, heard, I've heard from people that know him that they're like, Oh, the dude is basically crippled. Like, that's why like, like he walks like in a way because he's been so messed up by like big waves over yeah. the course of his life. And that's why you always see like videos of him, like doing the ice baths and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. It's not so that he can surf better. It's literally so that he can walk. Right, right, right. Like he's, like he's majorly messed up. Didn't stop him from shooting the pier during that storm. <laughs> Couple years ago, did you see that video? Hey, that was fucking hey, gnarly, dude. He probably just couldn't move. He's like, he stood up yeah, on it. He's, he's just, just like, like okay, I'm so crippled, I can't move right now. Uh, oh, well, that was Tremors, huh? Wow. Uh, Tremors ended fast. It literally that it, it moves. It moves at a really quick speed. Yeah, it's like it's like a nice ninety minute guy. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, it, Tremors is like the length where it's like it never outsta- overstays its welcome when it comes down to it. Titanic. I haven't seen Titanic in a long time. I, I love Titanic. Ooh, it's the best scene. DiCaprio. I, I guess not on basic cable, dude. But. I mean, DiCaprio. <laughs> yeah, DiCaprio right. looks like a hot chick in this. Look at the look at him. Like he's definitely gotten cooler since he's got kind of like a little bit fatter. Yeah. 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 No, he's gotten older and, and cooler. Yeah. That's like, yeah. like literally everybody. Yeah. yeah. Everybody gets older or like cooler as they get older until they get to like so old that they're just like. Dead? <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> that's when I find people at their coolest, <laughs> literally and figuratively. Hmm. Titanic makes for some pretty good memes. Like there was one where he's like drawing her and then like, you, know, you look at the picture. It's just like a poorly drawn donkey. Yeah. yeah. Or I like, yeah, when he yeah, showing the book and it, it's like uh, magic, the gate or magic, the, 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 uh, cards. the cards. Yeah. Oh my God. It, when, w- it would be kind of funny if the, the drawing just like nothing like her. And she was just like, <laughs> or maybe that's one of the meme. Ones. It's yeah. just, it's just, the it's mil- like a stick figure. It's the millennium Falcon. Yeah. Billy Zane is so good boy in this. <laughs> oh, he's great. Not the better half. Oh, you know All what? he cares about is just like himself. <laughs> oh, but he's such a savage. He's, he's, he's a, such a snob. He, he really is. He's a, a, you know, to, I referenced Tombstone earlier. He's in Tombstone also. He plays like uh. he plays like a stage actor who gets killed by the cowboys and everything like that. But he puts on this whole show where at the end of he's like, upon St. Crispin's Day. And he's yeah. like wearing a wig. It's awesome. Well, it's weird. He's got Deadcom, which is a great movie. Yeah. Titanic. And um Zoolander and really, what else? What else is we got? Do we have? He just got that weird Amazon show where he's like the crazy guy. Oh, that's right. He was in a movie in the '90s that I think that it was called like The Phantom or something like that. It was like a comic book movie before comic book movies were like an industry. Mm -hmm. But it was one of those ones that I think that they poured a lot of money into, and as they were pouring money into it, they're like, we've made a huge mistake. Right. Like where like they realized you know halfway through filming that they're like, oh, this is gonna be like a dud. And it kind of, and they marketed in a real way, weird way, and it kind of threw Billy Zane's, it, it threw his career off big time. It was going to be one of those like career launching tentpole movies, and it was just a massive dud. And like, and it didn't. No, then I think he could really only play either spoofs of himself after that, or just like cheesy villains. I think yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I've never seen it but, actually, but I was reading about it the other after day. After Titanic, I was like, oh, this dude's going to be fucking in everything because yeah. he's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's Paxton. Not, you know, the, oh, Paxton, today now. 
So they have this weird old lady. The best would be if like they just find out at the end that she's just bullshitting. Yeah. <laughs> she's really this is just making this all up. But now do you think they would have Kate Hudson do in old lady makeup? Wait, uh Kate Kate whatever. Okay, Winslow. Kate Winslow. Today they probably would. Yeah. Yeah, because like they do that in uh, This Is Us. They need yeah. to stop it. I mean, yeah. I get why they do it in This Is Us. I guess TV's a little bit I, different. I feel like it. You know, the beauty of it, I think, in when, whenever they just cast a different actor in it, is that like it's no, almost unfair to because like as people get way older, they become a totally different person. So seeing them as a different actor, even in the jump from like. 12 to like 16 sometimes mm-hmm. it actually allows you to see them as a different person yeah whereas when they de-age them or when they do one of those things you you only like i recently watched uh, captain marvel where they de-age sam jackson by like 25 years and it looks good but at the same time you're like hey i know sam jackson is a 70 year old like, yeah dude at this point well that's like, the whole thing with the irishman i mean yeah. I, don't, I don't know if we the can do any thing. more damage to the irish no we it's can't even done but, but that's the that is like the worst it's i haven't watched de- it still de- like, you don't you don't ever have <laughs> yeah, like you never, ever, ever, ever the, have that to. movie in uh, mid to late November on this podcast was getting <laughs> no, Oh my god! Because the problem is, we saw it in the theater. Yeah, and everybody's watching on Netflix where they're like, "Oh, I watch it, then I take a break." Yeah, it's fucking three and a half hours. That's that's way too long. Way yeah. too long. That's way too long for a movie. Like, yeah. I, I like I can't see like. I remember when like the Lord of the Rings movies were coming out, and it was like Return of the King came out. And it was over three hours in the theater. I was like, that's just too long. I don't want to sit there that long. I don't want to be there. That's why that Swingers. Long. That's why Swingers. I think is like one of the best movies ever because all it, it packs so much into an hour thirty five. Yeah, mm-hmm. that movie packs so much is yeah. going on. Yeah. You're right. Like ninety minutes. Like uh, that should be what everybody's shooting for. And if you can like, pack it into ninety minutes, you got that skill. Yeah. I don't know, from the whole. There's too many crew. times like when I go to the movies now, like where I'm in the theater, where I'm like, I'm ready for this to be over. Like, <laughs> yeah, all all the time. I saw the the newest Star Wars movie in the theater and I was just like about halfway through it I was just like man I love Star Wars but I really don't want to be here anymore. and it's also <laughs> yeah, just right. like it, the Irishman and it's like but then he's speaking Italian it's like what is this movie I know that's the same thing with like <laughs> Judd Apatow there's nothing movies, Irish like... about him he's just like <laughs> he's Irish like and then but then he's with all these Italians like and all these <laughs> speaking Italian it should be called the Italian men <laughs> the Italian <laughs> so men. true I mean, it's just such a fucking <laughs> same. My, piece that's of my shit. thing with uh, Judd Apatow movies. Yeah, it's like, dude, comedies don't need to be that fucking long. Yeah, no. I watched This Is Forty one time, and I was yeah, just, oh, that movie's terrible. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. This is not a good movie. There's a, there's just stuff that's happening in it where it just it doesn't need to be. Because also that movie came out during, during like the Occupy Wall Street and when the whole like anti one percent was yeah. coming out. It's like, why am I watching a movie about Paul Rudd and Leslie Mann and their struggles in Brentwood? Yep. I know. Oh, I know. Wow, these guys have such a shitty life. Look at that. Yeah. Beautiful home. Yeah. That was that was pre woke culture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so so pre woke. Yeah, because literally it's like who the fuck is, is no, relating? I couldn't to this? believe yeah. that either. It was literally right around the financial crisis, and yeah. they had no. This, and, like, he, and he was like a, a record music, producer. Yeah, he's like a record agent or something like that. And it's just like. Hey, I don't even think that that's a thing anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, totally. Yeah. Like, and he's, he's trying to relaunch... Uh, Graham Parker. Graham Parker. <laughs> like, who, th- that movie should have just been called OK Boomer. <laughs> like, literally... <laughs> This is boomer. This is terrible. It's a bad, bad movie. It is so boomer, dude. Because every now and again, when you see a bad movie, like you know, there's people that liked The Irishman, but literally across the board, nobody was just like, 
Yeah, man. No, I actually, I like this is forty. Nobody. I haven't heard. No, that from I don't. I don't think anybody. It was has such ever a dumb movie. movie. But I and then I was actually thinking because I finally saw the Joker, which I kind of enjoyed, and that didn't get any good reviews. But Irishman got tons of good reviews, and I think they suffered from the same problem. Mm-hmm. The re, the reviewers didn't want to be the ones trashing a Scorsese, De Niro, Pesci yeah. thing, and the other reviewers didn't want to be the ones praising this thing that was like a call to incels to like yeah. go murder people. Yeah. Did you see Joker? Yeah. Great. I, I liked it. Like, I mean, you know, like I, you know, I tour de force performance yeah. without question. Like, I mean, I definitely, you know, like we, we got to see it on the, the Warner lot, uh, Jamie Iovine from, uh, from the wrestling show, like invited us to go to it. And so like, we were definitely there. And I think that the vibe there was more like, yeah, it's a comic book movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it, it was pretty quiet when, when the movie ended. Oh yeah. You know? Like it's definitely oh, like, sure. it's fucked up. But like, I mean, yeah. you know, de- I, I definitely like I've, I haven't watched it again since then, too, just because it's kind of one of those movies where it's just like I, it's it's dark. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's a rewatchable. I've only seen it. I've seen it twice. Yeah, I don't need a third time. No, I but I really liked it. I think I'm good on it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah right. well, you know what? I finally have come to terms with uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's the greatest Tarantino movie. You never need to watch again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not rushing to see it again. Like I, I would, could, but I'm not. Like I don't need. I to. I still haven't seen it. Yeah. It, well, it's pretty great. You, you, yeah. It, it is great, but you're gonna. You never need to watch it again. Like you're because yeah. there's a lot of Tarantino movies I really don't care for. And by the way, <clears throat> Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction are not in that. I mean, those yeah. are. I am that guy that's just like <laughs> those are like the be- two of the best movies ever made yeah and i'll always watch them but then i don't really like much of his other movies you know so. i i would tell people all the time that i i when i need to take a nap i put on jackie brown be, yeah it's uh, very uh, nap. And, and it, it does, gotta be a comfortable nap it, it's, yeah, yeah totally because it's, it's a great soundtrack it, it's, well it, it, and that's the thing it's so slow and it's really not that interesting to be honest with you what's mm-hmm. happening in it but it's a well-made film yeah still. right and so i think and and not only that but like you know like sam jackson's got that weird little like string goatee thing yeah. going on and stuff yeah ponytail and i, I just I feel like that is like a like pinnacle like late nineties movie when it comes down to it too. And I love that it's set in like Cerritos or some yep. shit like yeah, that. Yeah, you got Michael Keaton. It, in it's it. it's very much so like a nap movie. Like you like I've put it on multiple times and woken up at the end of it. Like it's that is a, you know what's yep. a great uh, nap movie and 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 it's a little bit more engaging than that singles the, mm. the Cameron Crowe movie singles. Yeah, I don't think I've ever that. seen it. That's another so, one. It's a good that soundtrack. That movie is so comfortable. It's a comfortable. It movie, is yeah. so comfortable. It takes place in Seattle in the nineties. Yeah, it's all these like. Uh, uh, Seattle people intertwining Seattle stories. The music it's is a just soft right. Movie. Yeah, it's just like it's so good. Like you just want to relax, put on singles, and just go take a nice. One of the nap. best naps I ever took, as far as watching something, was in. <laughs> yeah. It was in college. We just have a nap podcast. Or <laughs> just nap like cast. yeah, we just we just talk about nap. It was stories. in uh, Snapchat, bro. I took this fucking nap one time. <laughs> Dude, I swear to fucking God. This was a great nap, though. It was it was like sophomore year of college, and uh, I had the TV on, and it was a Chevy Chase SNL from, like, 95. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when the when the Sandler Spade was kind of ending, and the Wait, Were the they still Carroll, on the show? or was No, it, the only hangover like, was... Like, Spade was on the show? It was when, like, Jay Moore was on SNL. Okay, So it was, like, yeah. Jay Moore... It was, like, the, that last season yeah. of, like, the last era. I think the only ones that were left on was, like, uh, Tim Meadows, clearly. Yeah. And then, like, maybe I, Rob I, Schneider. I, I, think David, I think David Spade stayed on for, like, another he, season. Oh, because I think he did, like, Hollywood Minute. Yeah. So it was one of those, like, weird middle yeah. run, but Chevy Chase was on it, and Lisa Loeb was the musical guest. Oh, yeah. And I remember coming out of my nap and hearing, ladies and gentlemen, Lisa Loeb, <laughs> and her going into 
<laughs> you say. Oh, wow. And I was just like, oh, this yeah. is the greatest nap ever. You know, by the way. It was, like a, I, it was like a 15, 20 minute nap. And I came out of that and heard it. I just heard like kind of laughter throughout my nap. But then when I came out and heard that, I was like, oh, I'm going to do another 10. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Lisa Loeb, that was the, that might be one of the best songs ever written. It's, it's the it's greatest. so good. I'll argue that forever. Da-na-na. That's like kind of my new karaoke song. It was the one that I kind of like. Yeah, I don't like, you say. Yeah. I only hear yeah. what it's I like want. a builder. Oh yeah. man, it's yeah. and Ethan Hawke directed the music video. I didn't yeah. realize somebody that we were talking last night. Uh, we, there was a wrestling pay per view on last night, and me and like my crew got together. Royal Rumble, it. yeah. Um, and we we started having this conversation about the band The Verve and like that mm. song Bittersweet Symphony. Mm-hmm. I never realized all the controversy and oh, they yeah. basically had to turn over all the money they made to like the Rolling Stones <laughs> yeah. old manager. Yeah, and then they ended up the Stones gave the money some of the money back. Yeah, they because finally I guess they were just like this is crazy because the other thing was that it wasn't necessarily a Rolling Stones song. It was a cover of it was like a Muzak cover yeah. of a Stones yeah. song that didn't even sound like yeah. the original Stones song. And they had like. Very asked permission one. from like the wrong person or mm-hmm. something like that. Like, I mean, it was really kind of a tragic tale of like somebody who like because the song is great. That song bum, is. Bum, that, bum, I mean, that's bum, like bum, that's another one of those bum, songs. Bum, like, bum, that's like the sound of the nineties, right yeah, there. You yeah, know? yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, that's I, how um, that's how uh, Cruel Intentions ends. I yeah, mean. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And it's just like we've been hearing about that. I was like, damn, what bad luck. If you were a band in the nineties and you had the Verve in your name, you you weren't. Killing it. No. Because they had Bittersweet Symphony in that band, The Verve the, Pipe. The, they had the song, The Freshman. We were merely freshmen. No yeah. one really ever heard from those Verve bands well, ever. The, no. that, that, I listened to that song recently. We were on a road trip. I was like, oh, have you ever heard The Freshman? It's pretty good. And the thing is, is like, I, on one hand, it's such a passionate song. Yeah. But then he goes back and he's like, we were merely fresh. And I was like, I can't take this seriously. For yeah. the life of me. I was, that, I was that fat kid wearing the Hawaiian shirts when I was a freshman. <laughs> I was like, I didn't have any stories. But like, like I kind of feel that. I feel that song because you, when you're a freshman, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then you become a freshman in, in college and you're like, oh, that song's stupid. <laughs> I let's actually, just, let's I, drink I, I, another really comfortable 90s song is that don't. Look now, you yeah. got the music. Is that in a '90s song? Not, or yeah. it's a song, yeah, yeah, like late '99. Like, yeah, like '98. I remember. 99. I woke up. I woke up on New Year's. I was in. I think it was in Ireland or something. And uh, it was like 4 a.m. But it was like they were doing a, a like a year in review. And I woke up to that song playing. And that was another great wake up from a sleep thing. Oh, and like, yeah. I felt like it defined this whole weird. Uh, era because remember this is before 9-11 yeah it was back in the because the 90s were so like worry free yeah um, they really were and it, it was had a very <clears throat> this worry free like the only controversy in that song was that like he says he wants to kick Kick Beck's ass. Yeah. At the end. Does he really? He's like, Beck and Marilyn Manson, we're out there. We'll kick your asses. Uh, yeah. All right. And uh, Beck said he <clears throat> he saw that dude at Gelson's up on Franklin, like walking <laughs> the other way. He's like, he's kind of a that scary guy. Really, guy that guy said big. you only get what you give and then dipped. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, yeah, he really did. He, he said he, he was uh, you, out. Yeah, you got yeah. enough. He just oh, turned and around and got was, some eclairs from the bakery so section. It was so 90s because the video takes place in a mall. Yeah, oh, yeah totally. It's like, and he's just, he's got like sketchers on. <laughs> and like, it was so, or those like ethnic or those DCs. Yeah, yeah. Those like. I, 
puffy vans. I love the nineties. Puffy yeah. skate I fucking, The nineties oh, are the greatest dude, decade ever. Just, it was it the really, best. You know, I there's <clears throat> I work with a lot of people from different generations and everything. There's this dude Charles that I work with, and he's like he's probably fifty ish. You know, maybe maybe a little older than it. And you know, he's kind of he's never been married, and he's kind of always just done his own thing. And he talks about the 80s on a level, and I get it, you know, like, because he, he lived through, he lived in New York in the 80s, and, mm-hmm. they, and just like, and he talks about like, just how awesome the 80s were, and when you bring up the 90s, the look of disdain that comes across his face about mm. the 90s, because he lived in, the, he lived a, like an adult life in the 80s and everything, it's just like he can, he will hear nothing of like, how cool the 90s are, but I agree with you, it's just like, the 90s were such a weird No, that's, I don't even know if it was cool, the early 90s were cool. 90s were yeah. comfortable. Very comfortable. Yeah, like, these were very yeah. comfortable. Like, like your, 19, je- your jeans were baggy. When, when you yeah. were like coming were, home from basketball practice and watching Seinfeld. <laughs> well, hey, when you said uh, Saturday Night Live in 1995 with Chevy Chase, I was like, ah, oh, that sounds comfortable. That sounds yeah, right there. But also, the early 90s were cool. You had fucking Nirvana, Pearl yeah. Jam, Pearl, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Know, people tend to like stop Use your it. Illusion. Like, I think that people look back at like their early childhood a lot of times and they're like, oh, the movies were nothing like they were in my childhood. They were so much better back then. And I've had people criticize the 90s like that it's like hey pulp fiction came out in the 90s yeah, oh, yeah. Like, like, tons you, of good movies jurassic yeah. park came out no yeah. i mean 99 like, yeah. is considered one of the most pivotal years of yeah. like, film but yeah uh, totally no but i mean also it's just like wayne's world yeah. it was great it was I, so I, I gotta good. be honest with you i watched austin powers the second one recently which came out in 99 and admittedly i laughed a lot the second one you said yeah the second one's good like there's this whole sequence that starts out with dr evil on jerry springer i was like this is definitely a late 90s like <laughs> movie right here yeah and it was really funny yeah. like i mean it, it was and you know austin powers almost like has this benefit of him being a man out of time so all the stuff that he would say that's like inappropriate now kind of gets a pass on it because yeah. the whole movie is about somebody not oh, being yeah, in their totally. own time period right mm-hmm. right I'll tell yeah, you, he's me too and girls left and right. Absolutely, the whole thing is <laughs> yeah. a me too experience. But he's just like, well, he's he's from the '60s. Well, so. the spy who shagged me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's the thing. The late '90s uh, had a, left a little bit to be desired as far as music goes. It yeah. was like Corn and Limp Bizkit. Like yeah. I don't look back f- fondly on that music in any way. No. Um, There's a lot of people who do though too. Like I mean, and, oh, and yeah. maybe they're just like a little tiny bit younger. But I know a lot of people with affinity toward Limp Bizkit. Like, and I feel like it's grown a little. Great bit stuff. Too. I could never get into them. I think it's never just. Had, yeah, I think yeah. that there's a, a part of them that sees now Fred Durst showing up, you know, with no hair and a gray beard, and they're just the kind of like. Oh, and by the way. Fred Durst has directed like four or five movies. Are yeah. you aware of this? Yeah. Uh, some of which you'd be like, whoa, Fred Durst directed he's, that? Uh, hey, that'd be great if he like won an Oscar. He, oh, yeah. Fred Durst. Don't like, hold your breath. So uh, <laughs> he, he showed up on a wrestling show a couple years ago, and I, the dude talked about licensing with us for a long time mm. because a bunch of his songs got licensed by the WWE. Oh, okay. In, in, in rolled and rolled. Exactly. And, yeah. That was The Undertaker, but, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. It, um, but the thing was is like, Fred Durst showed up to our show driving a Rolls Royce. Fred Durst is not doing poorly for himself. Oh, yeah. Fred Durst is like one of those guys that figured out the licensing game really early on. Basically took, like, sounds like took control of a bunch of bands from that era, was like kind of the person in charge of them, Mm. and licensed the crap out of their stuff, too. And I think the dude just, like, just collected change over Hmm. the years. Yeah. He's driving a Rolls Royce. Well, dude, when you see him at Woodstock 99, I mean... 
that the fucking crowd is massive yeah. for Fred Durst. Yeah. yeah, I mean he's having like a real rock star. Moment I don't. Know, there. I think people just like you know. I think that there was like this category or like this timeline of like kids that grew up with like their brothers and sisters loving stuff like Nirvana and everything like that. And then when it finally was their turn to love music, all that was there was like Kid Rock and mm-hmm. Limp Bizkit. And right. I think that they just fell for it because that was all that was there and everything. Because it's like you look back on like Kid Rock, you're like, what? what why were people like so interested in this? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. It was, but, but see, the when I when I meet or we talk need, to people, we needed nine eleven. <laughs> <laughs> we needed something to kind of like we shake a tonal shift. Bit. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Even though the years af- like the two or three years after nine eleven were just kind of weird, yeah. very strange. But like, no, like there was some like. Art now is like movies now are fucking. Uh, it's dark. crazy. I no, I mean the the it, it, the fucking. It's like the Oscars this year. It's like the seventies. Yeah. No, the movies this year These were movies. very good. Yeah. This was a good year. They got By the way, right. on nine eleven, um, <laughs> I remember I was watching like the footage on, and we were watching MTV because MTV was even showing the footage mm-hmm. and everything. And I remember they were Kurt showing Loder. all like this footage of like the buildings falling in it. And then I remember they cut to like POD singing. I feel so alive. Oh and I was my like, god! Oh, that's bad timing. That's real bad timing. <laughs> yeah. God. But then you know when Limp Bizkit came through big is when they were, uh, I always would see videos of like how America's going to attack like Afghanistan and it would always be like, we're going to do things my way. It's my way. <laughs> and it was like the shot of like jets going up and <laughs> my way or the highway. And it was kind of like, yeah, those fucking terrorists are going to get fucked up. We got Fred Bizkit playing the playing and, these and montages. And that was before real hard Bush hate. Because <laughs> yeah. people oh, like, it didn't matter if you were liberal or conservative, like, Everyone, they're pretty soon they're all going to hear it's like the, the evildoers. Like you were like, oh, this yeah, guy's totally. our guy. Well, if you're <laughs> the one that was like hating, it's kind of like you're going to, you, I don't know. It's like, yeah. Yeah. No, you know, because I remember watching 9-11 footage that night over at my friend's house and we, and like every channel, but like, yeah, you weren't like really channel surfing and like you just land on like, a, like a, like an old episode of Mama's Family. <laughs> like every station kind of was like, all right, we're going to do. Fucking every station yesterday was all Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Right. I, they were like shut. I was like, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. That's pretty brutal. No, it was totally. But yeah. I didn't know it was going to affect the t- some TV program. Well, you know, because, w- and we, we do a lot of, um, we make Make fun of celebrity deaths on the show a lot, but not so much because of the celebrity dying, but about how um, stupid people are, about how they <laughs> try and connect to the yeah. celebrity death. And I found that Bourdain kind of, I was just like, bro, everyone was like, it was like, I remember I met Anthony, saw him, like, they call him Tony and like all this shit. <laughs> right. And the one I will give Kobe the death jock because he was like a, a hero, a good father. Yeah. He was like universally like positive. Like Bourdain used to like rip on the grateful dead and stuff. Like he was just kind of, he was kind of a cock. I don't know. He's just like, I don't know. Well, also like Kobe's way more tragic. Well, Kobe. It is. Cause he was just like, he was a, he was like an inspiration. And his daughter was with and him. His daughter was just, with him. And it's like, so if for the first time in history might, might give uh, Kobe the, the death jock. Well, no, my, my whole thing is, is, I, the only thing that still just irks me is that when when a celebrity dies, your first instinct is to be like Google image, and you got to find like that right yeah. picture. It's like yeah. that's how you're mourning. Well, it's like got to go find that because you know you're not putting any picture. You got to no, find the right like, picture. It's like yeah. how white people post Martin Luther King pictures on <laughs> yeah. on their Instagram. It's like always the cool one with the hat and it with his wife, or like where he's like walking with Joan Baez. It's like. <laughs> No, dude, like, first and of look, all, I'm guilty of that too. Because when Robin Williams died, I did the same thing. I yeah. was, I was trying to find like a cool picture. Yeah, and then I look back on that, I'm like, I'm a fucking idiot. I think Wait, you, everybody gets. A pass, did you though? do a death jock on Robin Williams? I just posted a picture of him on Instagram, oh, like okay. 2014. But I went through and I wanted to find like 
A picture I, found, I hadn't seen before. I and found I was a like, picture of Rob what? Williams when he died. Because like we had done a show at UCB, and he had come, like he was super drunk at Birds next door to UCB. And oh, yeah. He, and he came over right after we got off stage, and he went right on stage and started just doing a set. Mm-hmm. So we were just like, and it was the first time we'd ever performed at UCB, so we were just like, oh, shit, that's crazy. Like we, mm-hmm. we opened for Robin Williams. Yeah. That's how what we said, at least. And so like <laughs> we, we, I posted that immediately. But I think it's the only death jock I've ever really done like for a celebrity. Yeah. But the, Maybe like, Dusty Rhodes, the professional wrestler. Oh, there you something go. Like that. Did anyone else die? Because the ultimate jock block was um, <laughs> Farrah Fawcett on Michael Jackson. Because Michael Jackson died and Farrah Fawcett died on the same day. And she got jock blocked Ooh. so hard. Did anyone get well, jock blocked yesterday? I mean, did anyone no, I mean, else die? Everybody else on the helicopter, but. Right. No, well, no but that's I mean, true. Like the daughter kind of got. She I mean, got jocked, she... but did, did anyone. Well, was anyone else famous on the helicopter? No, no. they fought Rick Fox. Uh, if it was Ric Flair. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, had to be heartbroken. Yeah, you know like, what? I mean, I, you know what? Honestly, like Kobe Bryant is an icon, and that, and the, obviously, that would have been huge. If he had died with Ric Flair, that would have that wouldn't have been an equal amount of outpouring. But Ric Flair would have been nipping on his heels. Yeah, well, you know, Ric Flair, Ric Flair is Ric Flair fucking also, beloved. Like but at the beginning of his career, survived a plane crash too. He broke his back in a plane crash oh, yeah. before Whoa. he became famous. Right, right. So like he, he might have Whoa. survived the crash. Uh, John McLean might have come out of retirement to do a <laughs> Like he just comes out and does. American Pie re- redo, American, American cake. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> um, well, you know the thing is, so now it, everyone—it's th- just like one of those things. It's like the, the memes where it's like uh, in the coffin, but it's like she texts you up and he comes up out of that <laughs> coffin. It's just like Don McLean hears uh, Kobe and Ric Flair die. Yeah, I mean he mm-hmm. lives in Newport Beach. Yeah, he, you know, he never lived in L.A. He like didn't want the any dude part of it. Took an astonishing number of helicopter rides too. Yeah, he, he would always do it from game to back to Newport yeah, Beach yeah. all the time. But that was what it was weird because they were they were showing like cartoons of the helicopter uh, crashing and then uh, some guy said Kobe was going to die in a helicopter accident. I was like, "What is this? Some Illuminati shit?" <laughs> and no, he took helicopters everywhere. Yeah, I feel like if you're taking helicopters everywhere, you're up in your you know. Well, if you're famous helicopter, like because what we got Stevie Ray Vaughan, Kobe Bryant, Bill Graham, Bill Graham. I thought there was another. I thought there was a bunch more. Dude, like he's not Tom Selleck. Yeah. No, no, yeah, he didn't have one. Did he have one of those like Magnum PI no, helicopters? No, apparently like the helicopter that he it had was like, was, like, bl- it, it was like it was like the limousine of, of helicopters the way yeah. they described it. Um I don't I don't really know. I I've, I've been out there where that crash took place a bunch of times too, just because we've hiked out there a bunch of times and everything. It's just like and I will say it was foggy as hell yesterday whenever I woke up. Oh like, my god, we, right? It was so and it yeah. was yeah, it was yeah, I mean, very that, foggy. The, but that's also one of those situations where like, hey shit probably shouldn't have like taken a helicopter through that fog. Well, it's yeah. like it's like JFK Jr. He was flying a little like Cessna yeah. through like really thick fog. It's like, dude, just fucking wait. Yeah. Just or, like or drive. Yeah, just drive. Yeah. <laughs> to the vineyard. Yeah, driving like, sucks. I get it. But yeah. like, come on. I mean, it's not such a bad drive from the city after traffic. I took a drive from uh, the west side back here on Friday. And I, there were parts where I was driving through like, I was on Wilshire through like kind of Brentwood. I didn't even know where the fuck I was. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, I, you that, know, I I was. I over, love when it's foggy in LA. I was over in Beverly Hills, and I do this pretty much every time if I'm ever like driving back. I mean, and not taking an Uber, I'll, I'll usually take like like Santa Monica Boulevard, like oh, all the way down, great. or or take like even like Sunset or something like that, and just drive all the way down because it's like there's little to no traffic on like oh, on like yeah. a Sunday night, yeah. and it you know what it like uh, there's that, that Steely song, uh, Babylon Sisters. Mm. Dun- yeah, and Take and every single time I'm driving, down, yeah, oh, I yeah. always think, turn that jungle, jungle music down. <laughs> down. No, like, but every single San time, San Francisco <laughs> lost and found. San Francisco Chinatown. Chinatown. 
Yeah, that's um, a great song, dude. I, that's the song I think about every single time when I'm doing that. That is like, like an dun, evening Sunday dun, drive, dun, driving home to get dun, home so you can go dun, to bed. Dun, yeah, you know dun, it's dun, weird. Dun, and when I get home from one of those long drives, what? what the, <laughs> I like, that's the best. I like. I like want to like turn around and go back to the west side and like do the drive over again. I love those late night. I love those late LA drives. Yeah. I'd never, I don't like going on the freeway. I'd rather do, I always take Wilshire oh, back. If I go see a movie at the Arrow and I take the Vespa, the ride back is like, because oh, there's that stretch on Wilshire between Santa Monica and yeah. um, Beverly Hills, between Westwood and Beverly Hills, that's just, it has no lights or anything. It's yeah. Like I think that's where I was away. and the fog was so thick. I was like, wait, where the fuck am I? Yeah. It was really good. Like, I sometimes will, like, will drive down like Olympic or Pico or something like that. Because like you go through weird little local areas around oh, there yeah. where it's like, and the West Side doesn't have a lot of like West Side of Los Angeles is not there's not like neighborhoods anymore. Nice. Yeah, when you're driving through that night, this is a good this is you don't listen to this song during the day. This no. is a night song strictly. Yeah. This is like oh. listen to those silky fucking keys. This is like one of those where you're like looking for like some locally owned hamburger <laughs> joint <laughs> to go get a chili burger. Like you've been drinking all day with yeah. your but you're in that weird yeah. zone. <laughs> and you're just like, I need a chili burger and maybe whatever else they sell at this place, a pastrami <laughs> sandwich. It's so good. It's such a long intro, too. Yeah, this one didn't make. Uh, the, I don't think the executives were like, "Yeah, we're not going to put this out." This yeah, is this single. isn't the single. <laughs> There's not on that that whole Gaucho album though has almost no singles no, on no. it. It's like it's it's very much so their heroin album. Oh, it's big time! So I love, adult. I love Gaucho. It's, it's so. It's, <laughs> it is so there, adult. Like there are times where I put it on and just like everybody with me is like, "Hey, can we listen to anything else right now?" Yeah, you know. I but this is the thing. You got you're either like infatuated with Steeler, or you just don't really know who they are. Yeah. They're just oh, those. I think I know that song from the radio. But generally speaking. And people who get into Steely get real into it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's yeah. like, I didn't it's listen an to integral no part one's of a their casual life. Steely When band. I got into Steely yeah. in 2014, I didn't listen to anything else until 2017. <laughs> no, I mean, it is so. I know that. Your, your Spotify like, thing. I was, I was even talking about stuff. I was like, is Elijah going to ever get sick of him? But no, dude, you I'm kept like, I just like, but the th- and I don't listen to Steely as much anymore because now Steely lives in my heart and I can't like stop hearing it everywhere. It's such great music. It's so good. Yeah. I, it, it is so. It just it speaks to me on such and <laughs> and I was really into it in high school too. Yeah, and it, yeah, even right. then, like it just I just connected with that sound so hard. I, like they, like I feel like Steely was always like intended for me, but I wasn't ready for it until I was yeah. like thirty one. <laughs> and then I was just like heard it, and I was like, another oh, yeah. great thing about getting older. Yeah, you, you know what Steely. it is the way it's like. You know when you're sad sometimes, but it's comfortable. Yeah, that's like what Steely is to me. It's well, like so comfortably melancholy. Holly. I yeah. think there's layers right. of, but with, of with hope. Like when you when you see like Fagan talking about the music, like I, I watched the there's that whole documentary about how they made Asia, and it's just like when you see them kind of talking about it, it's like these guys are like weirdo artists uh-huh. who made the big time and fully understand it too, and they just like took complete control of their music at that point. Yeah. That's uh, or the drugs did at least, you know. Dude. Well, the drugs combined with just their eccentric be- like yeah. vibe. Like I mean, they're they're great. Like I mean, oh. it, it's it's hard. You know, like last year I went through a, a big period of like really exploring Fleetwood, and Fleetwood's awesome Another great too. Band. But like, but Steely is just like it's it's the best. just it's on its own level. It's like, so they're, good. They're, like there's so many good songs. Yeah, so many good albums. They're so different from each other. <sighs> it's like you can put on some stuff from like. Their first album, and people know that stuff. And I'm just like, no, you gotta like dive into like Katie Lyde. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you get into like Two Against? 
Not really. I've, yeah, never, I've never really they, gotten two, into the two against is great. I've yeah. never really, I've never really spent time with the with the latter two albums that they made. Yeah, but and then also like, don't be afraid. Donald Fagan, the Nightfly. Yeah, that oh, is basically to that's that a stuff. steely album. Yeah, totally. Without Walter Becker, and, and I know actually, I think Walter Becker is on the record. He, he I think. definitely is. There's a bunch yeah. of like songs that they, that there are outtakes from that were cut from like uh, Gaucho, like. Um, the second arrangement and a couple of the ones where you can find them on YouTube and mm-hmm. like they're like they are steely songs of that era. Yeah, they're just like really really poor audio quality, which like almost makes them even better because mm-hmm. like you can hear so many like pops and sizzles. Oh, uh, they're uh, live in America is great too. Yeah. That with that like live reeling in the years, it's kind oh, of yeah. a different arrangement. Yeah. Well, the Ba-da-ba. best thing the best thing about that you ever lesson so you the two against nature best. won the Grammy. Yeah. yeah, and it beat like Eminem. Yeah, yeah. That's what was great about that. That's the Grammys will actually surprise you sometimes with yeah. stuff like that. I didn't like, watch it last night. I but, never watched the Grammys. Yeah, this is the most boring fucking award show yeah well Which, it's just like i i think that's but also, i also don't know who any of those artists i know are. like I, I know who likes like you know billy eilish is just because i live with a girl and they all listen yeah to right music. I, her song is actually pretty good like i mean but the same thing is like it's somebody was like look at this picture of her from like the grammy stuff like, i don't care yeah i don't care at it's all just about and then that. like lizzo i'm like who the fuck is lizzo it's crazy. no you know that that was another thing i miss about the 90s because i checked out so hard on pop culture for six years all through uh junior senior year high school school and all through college yeah i couldn't have even told you anything that was going on i thought that's the way i was going to be for the rest of my life like i was just kind of into old movies and old records (laughs) and i didn't care about anything on tv or anything in the movies and the the internet was like jim from the office looking through the blinds (laughs) it's not gonna be like that for very no because now you 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 can't it's it's everywhere you gotta be I mean, I kind of miss that how i would now now it's like okay boomer yeah yeah it's (laughs) Uh, no, but um, the, I, the even the, in the '90s, I didn't watch the Grammys. I watched the MTV Music Awards. They were yeah. fucking awesome. Well, they were, they were funny and like they were in the touch thing. with like who like with popular culture. I, I mean, I think it was in touch with like that era of your life's popular culture. But then you go back and watch it now, you're like, what the hell were we doing? Like, watching the Wayans <laughs> Brothers? Like, <laughs> like why? Yeah. Like why, we thought they were funny. Like what's going on <laughs> <Yeah>. there? <laughs> Like, like, what was the WB? You got to take, <laughs> oh, take dude, the WB. Wow. <laughs> take an edible and watch White Girls. <laughs> take an edible. No, you don't even need an edible. Watch Haunted House. Yeah. That that's movie's really, so I've, good. I've never seen it before. Oh, it's, it's so good. What's up, Hami? <laughs> yeah, it is pretty dude, good. Dude, 2020's off to a fucking shaky start. You know, <laughs> I was thinking that, too, on the way over here, and I was like, do you think it's because of the show 2020? Because oh. it's like the 2020 is like it's all the uh, cutting edge news stories like of the week, and it was uh, like maybe. 2020 is kind of like there's that other meme. It's like the guy behind the tree, like hmm. yeah, <laughs> it's like, right. yeah, it's, it, it's like it's like news just stepped it the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. It's we've ridiculous. Got, we've got uh, Trump's just draw like Trump and fucking Iran. We got you have yeah you have a fucking impeachment trial. You have like a bo- potential like a war war three. Yeah. This coronavirus. Yep. Oh, Those yeah. memes are amazing. Co- Kobe Bryant dying. Yep. I love the one that was like, if you got Lyme disease, you'd have a corona with Lyme. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's <laughs> no, smart. Yeah, it's well, like, it's yeah. like they how, had how, to call how, it the how, coronavirus. Like, the names of these viruses are so ridiculous. I, I can't believe what, What's it done for corona sales? Uh, that's probably that's done it. great for Dos Equis sales. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Modelo virus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, my God. I would God. still drink Coronas. Like, of I mean, course, I, yeah. Like, I, I, Corona's not my go-to beer, but... It's having a tough time right now, I though. bet... I, you know what, though? I bet you, like, there's a lot of idiots at bars who are like, oh, give me a Corona, because they want to make that joke. Like, of yeah. course, yeah, of Their course. novelty sales have probably gone through the roof at this point. Well, yeah, like, I like that meme where it's like, how I'm getting ready for the coronavirus, and it's just a guy with a, a shopping cart full of limes. <laughs> 
So I, don't, I really hope I don't get coronavirus. But no, like, it's crazy. When these viruses happen, it's so hard to not make a joke. Like, bird flu. Yeah. Didn't Kirk Fox have one where he's like, when I, like, this bird flew all the way from Asia. When I have the flu, I can't even get off the couch. <laughs> 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 and, like, Zika or I don't know. They. I, I think, you know, like, like, there's part of these things where I always just, like, see them pop up. I'm like... They're going to figure it out. Yeah, but also, so yeah. what, there's 20 confirmed cases in the United States? Do you know how many people are in the United States? <laughs> yeah. You know what didn't get a funny name? AIDS. Yeah, <laughs> no, that was... That, you can't really do any nice play on words with that they one. Did they did a nice really, job with the marketing <laughs> of that one. Like they, I feel like nowadays when something pops up, they're like, we got to like attach this to something so we can like at least use a classic animal, bird flu. Yeah. You know, or this one, when the coronavirus first started up, they're like, I think like I think they were trying to go for a different name because if you were like looking at the origins, they're like it either came from a snake or a bat. It's yeah. like, oh, they're going for something special here. Right. Like, like, and then like remember like West Nile virus? Yeah. They just have these like gr- kind of groovy names that where you can make a joke about, but AIDS well, you can still make jokes about AIDS, but like yeah. AIDS is just like straight up. I think anything that sounds like it could have been an outbreak, you know, like I think that people are like generally cool to make fun of those things. I think with AIDS, there's just too many AIDS movies that like, <laughs> that are not funny. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, and even you when you watch like, them with us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, you did come over. We're gonna eat mushrooms and watch Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, He's man. about to pull his shirt up in the courtroom with the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, it's coronavirus. Yeah. Fucking corona. But no, twenty yeah, twenty twenty. So it's everyone was just so excited. I mean, I had a great twenty. Everyone was. I don't know what everyone was talking about. Everyone was fired up about twenty twenty. Everyone had a real good feeling about it. Twenty twenty <laughs> was just like everybody was nah, like I this feel emoji. Like, yeah. I feel like every really single was. thing that everybody was posting at like at the end of the year was like, you know, this really wasn't my year. I'm really looking forward to twenty twenty. Just like it's not looking forward to you. It's yeah, like, it's no, not gonna happen. No. This is not the year. Just stay inside. <laughs> Put a mask over your face and wait till twenty twenty one. And Trump's gonna win again. So yeah. it's, he's it's definitely just, gonna win like, again. Come on, yeah. like. It's just like it, I'm kind of the whole point with that, where it's just like, yeah, I appreciate anybody who's got like some sort of passion about it. Any at this point, I don't really care. Yeah, it's like, I mean, so far, so I'm having a pretty good year. I'm, like, I'm enjoying myself. No, but it's just everybody because we have news so fucking much. Now you yeah. just overreact to everything. Like, oh, this year sucks. It's like ah, actually, it's like yeah, it's I mean, been the yeah, fucking weather's been nice. Yeah, like, relax. There's, there's, you know, I mean, it's like only 20 people have. Corona. No, you know what? You know what was going on? It's in not the, even in a the, case. It's not even a case of Corona. Yeah. This is the 20. sports. It's an 18 pack. In the, the sports world has never had a death like this. It really hasn't. So mm-hmm. the the celebrity death writers room was definitely like, all right, music and and movies, you guys are good for. Right yeah, now. we're gonna yeah. throw a sports death. Yeah. Like, really, this is the yeah, biggest sports really, death what's ever. What's the last big sports death that happened? Like, the only time athletes die, it's always like some like relief pitcher on like yeah. the Padres yeah. who had like mm-hmm. an overdose or something, and it's like, I mean, Whoa, if they're, Jesus. I mean, like, well, I guess there's like a lot of football players. Are they that, like, just in good shape? Like, what, why don't they ever die? Or like, I mean, because you get like Billy Martin. That I think that there's one. an element of like no, but like like Kobe was like the, the, Kobe the, the was biggest, young. The, Kobe's young. Hey, he's 41 well, and I just think, like iconic. I think mm-hmm. that there's a difference between like a basketball star, even a baseball star, and like a football player. Like a football player's ta- like CTE status, you know. Like so, those deaths are always like so. Like Junior Seau from like, the like he died, like he, but he killed himself. Yeah, but there's a lot of those that are just directly related to CTE, to where like the football ones have almost. And and you're right. They're not usually. It's not like it's like Bo Jackson died or something mm-hmm. like that. It's always well, like, like Walter some, Payton had some like disease. Uh, but like again, like Kobe, he's older. Like Kobe's still young. He's with his, his daughter. And, and also, it's like a helicopter. But also, it's like I mean, Kobe, Kobe, dying, Kobe Bryant is huge. Kobe dying is like 
akin to like Michael Jackson dying. You no, know? that's like, the like, thing. I mean, it's kind of like that. So there's level. really that's why I think that's why the sports channels have just been like nonstop because they've never they're just like oh shit we're used to like a musician dying yeah, and that not being our thing. Yeah, I guess they, it's yeah. turned the sport, especially in Super well, Bowl week. All right. No, it's the death track we did. I didn't see coming because no. again, because athletes. Big, major, iconic athletes very rarely yeah. have died. Yeah. And if they have, it's been when they're much older, like Arnold Palmer. Like, know? what's the mm. last big musician who died that was, like, kind of a rocker? I mean, it's got to be Bowie. You know, Bowie Prince or and Bowie. Like, or it's got to be Tom Bowie. Petty, maybe. Yeah, Tom like, Petty. Yeah. Uh, Tom, Tom Petty, Petty yeah, was pretty for big. For sure. But Prince was a, was a big jock. Yeah. And Bowie was a big Those jock. Those two were huge. Bowie was an annoying jock because... I was getting a lot of, there was a lot of death jogging going on. I was like, you're not that big of a Bowie fan. Yeah. <laughs> you're not that big of a Bowie fan. I don't buy it. No, well, that's, see, when the musician dies, that's the, that's the epitome of the, like the, okay, I got to find the really cool picture yeah. to put on my Instagram. Use it's just some like, lyric. I'm sorry, but when a musician dies, I mean, when a musician that's, let's say, over 50 dies, I, for me, it's not that sad at all because yeah. you still listen to their music like, every honestly, fucking like, day. Even so. when Tom Petty died, I was like, "Damn, he was still partying at that age too." Yeah, like, I mean, like mm-hmm. the dude was like, like doing drugs or something. No, when like that. when like, we saw, I know because he died of uh, opioids. But when I when we saw him in concert that summer before he died, I was like, "He's on narcotics." I could tell he was. Yeah, on I narcotics. mean, he looked he looked like heavy. He and, had like a I'm on narcotics vibe. Somebody still ripped the, it. I can't believe yeah. it. Somebody the other day at work tried to tell me that. Um, that Eric Clapton was high when his son died. It's possible. Oh, yeah, it might have been. Like, in that, like, there's been a mass cover up about that. I'm sure. Very possible. I mean, yeah, bec- I mean, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's very well, possible. He, he left a window open with no screen. <laughs> with a, I mean, he's, he'd probably been on drugs. Yeah, like, like how did the for, kid for even decades. get up there? I don't yeah. know. Like, I mean, that's the, like, I will be honest with you. I was really afraid of heights always. So are you thinking he was on drugs and maybe like threw him out? (laughs) He was was on acid? Uh, I don't know. I'm not claiming anything of the sort, but (laughs) that sounds pretty likely. Yeah. Could you imagine walking down the street and just a kid just splats on the sidewalk in front of you? I mean, anybody, anybody. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of sound do you think that makes? And is it Uh, crying before it hits the ground? Oh, it's like, uh, what are we, what are we <laughs> Imus in the morning? <laughs> no, but yeah, the... Uh, yeah, really. I'm just never... For as singers especially, I'm never that sad when musicians yeah, die. Yeah. high. I just, I just don't. Like, so I, like when Walter Becker died, I was like, oh man, but like, I, I, I listen to Steely Dan every day. Yeah. yeah. No, nothing in my also, life changed. Well, no, that's the thing. It's like, what are you really sad about? Like, I don't Bowie get hasn't it. made a good record in 10 years. Like, you can go back and listen yeah. to all the classics. Yeah. You don't know the dude. Also, yeah, so like, like, relax. They also lived incredible, epic rock star lives, too. Yeah. Where it's just like, damn, he makes 50 as a rock star. Like, you've lived some time. It's like, not yeah. that sad. I, oh. That's just for, I don't want to sound hard. But when a, yeah, when a musician dies, it's like older. I'm never. I'm just like, guys, get over it. You yeah. can still listen to their music. Ziggy's Stardust didn't fucking go with them. Yeah, it's still there yeah. for you to listen to. No, that would be a thing if, if when they died, you couldn't access. No, the, yeah, the no music that's anymore. Then I'd be like posting for days. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. So like, I think oh, with Co- it's weird. See, this is the thing that sucks about Kobe's daughter being with him. Right. Is because that's just fucking awful. But yeah. like, if if he had just just him died, let's just say it was just him and he fucking flows that flies a helicopter. It would almost be like, well, he's retired and his like that he fucking left it all out on, yeah. on the crowd. I mean, he was like yeah. the hardest working player ever. The thing is, like his daughter was with him. It's like, oh Jesus Christ, yeah. that's like the kick in the balls right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were rumors at first too that it was all of his kids were with him, which yeah. I, which I feel like is Internet one hundred and one. Like that's yeah. when they take the rumor and right Rick away. Fox. Yeah. They're like, oh, his kids and Rick Fox were in the helicopter too. Yeah, that's the problem with Twitter. 
Twitter. Carrot Top was flying it. <laughs> it just gets, I'm sure there was, yeah. Yeah, Paul Rubens was yeah. there. <laughs> it was, oh my God. Uh, the, yeah, like, uh, I'm glad that Paul Rubens wasn't there. Yeah. National. No, we, no thankfully, so yeah, thankfully so, we yeah. still have him. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is sad, but yeah, the, the, the singer dying, I'm just kind of like, eh. That's like when a wrestler dies. It's just like, they're still alive. Like, I mean, how... Yeah, like, yeah, right. Or like when Amy Winehouse died, I was like, well, first of all, I, I, she wasn't going to see 60. No. But also just like, I don't know, you fucking still got her music. Yeah. Go, go, go back it's to still work. still good. It's still good music. Go back to work. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I know that sounds hard, <laughs> but seriously, like, get over it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even when, a, like, an old actor died, it's like, well, their movies are still there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember thinking, like, because I grew up watching Willy Wonka and the Chalk Effect, that when Gene Wilder finally died, that I would get, like, emotional about it. And I didn't. It was just Well, I mean, like... it's, a, it's the, you know, it's also, it's like, it's an end of a great story. It's yeah. like, it's like, oh, wow. And you can, it's kind of a moment, like, you can go back and really, like, celebrate their lives and stuff. I, when it's not tragic, this is tragic. The yeah. thing's tragic. So yeah. it's like, right. That's why I'm letting people jock. Yeah, let them yeah. jock. I'm allowing, in, for the first time in Camp Good Boy history, Death Jockers get a pad. Oh, well, no. well, rest in peace, Kobe. Yeah, yeah rest, rest in peace. peace. He was a fucking peace. legend. Yeah. Um, and, um, and there you have it. So uh, how much time we got left? We got about two minutes. Two minutes? All right. Yeah, 2020. Wow. Wow. Um, you guys going to Burning Man again? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. We're, uh, we're going to Sayulita in two weeks, and it's this place in Mexico. It's like kind of a, like a hipster yeah. oh. surf place. Oh, yeah, we were going to go there. Yeah. But I, uh, I got my girlfriend, and she's been begging me to teach her how to surf, and she, but she's not willing to put up with the cold at the point that she's at and everything. Right. So I just I bought us tickets for uh, for a Christmas present together. And like, that's a good place to learn because it's not like mega waves. They're no, like really it's, surfable. it's super mellow. The water's 80 degrees right now and everything. Oh, and f- We didn't talk about Paris. Oh, yeah. yeah. I went to we'll, Paris. We'll always have Paris. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. How'd you like it? I've never it even been. It was awesome. It was, it was very good. Like, I, mean, I enjoy Paris. Paris is awesome. I would say it's one of the coolest cities I've been to. Uh, I'd probably put it up there with New York and Hong Kong. I mean, mm-hmm. like, it's it's definitely, you know, there's a phrase that people have said to me a bunch, and it's it's super true, and, it, and, it's, it, and it's hilarious and ridiculous in its own way, but every single time somebody has been there that I've told that I went there, they're like, man, the French really know how to live. And it's kind of actually mm. the most legit statement. Because like they're they they're like a culture of people that are like oh they don't really want to work that much laissez faire <laughs> yeah I mean, it's, just, uh, it's uh, you know what else I really love about it every restaurant has like this menu that's set up where it's like you pay this amount you get one thing from this list one thing from this list and one thing mm. from this list and I love eating like that yeah I love it so much I I must gain like fifteen pounds while I was there were um, you smoking some cigarettes I didn't smoke one actually I, okay. I, I I kind of we both went with the intention of being like let's smoke when we're there but we just ended up can you smoke at bars and restaurants uh no. Yeah. Uh, no, nope. But uh, but no, it's cool. Like you know, like I mean, every like it's literally cold as hell. But you know, like I would de- like it's definitely a place I'll go back to. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it's super fun. Definitely worth like spending a week there. I'd rather I'm, I'd rather go back to Paris than go to Burning Man again. God, oh okay. yeah, I, I will say that there's a quality that they share, and it's like Paris is so old that you'll just be walking around and you'll see like an alley, and you're like, I'm gonna walk down that weird little alley, and you'll discover like a 300 year old restaurant right yep. there or something uh-huh. like that, and so you just discover tuckaways all over, and that's kind of like what Burning Man is like. Yeah, you, you know, you're on drugs too, but like, but for the first three days at Burning Man, you're like, I would put it like Paris like right up there, but like you can stay in Paris for like longer, and you no, can also Paris, yeah, right, Paris okay. is one of those places, and not unlike New Orleans. Although you got to kind of be careful what neighborhoods you wander into in New Orleans is like, you can literally just go out of your hotel and just walk Yeah, and you're going to stumble into some interesting stuff. And like pretty soon you're going to be in like a cool, weird neighborhood and like you're, 
Right, right. The, uh, you know, I would actually rather balls be balls deep in crepes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. so many crepes. I'd yeah. actually rather be in Paris if it's cold as fuck, as opposed to like hot. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be in hot Paris. No, yeah. like, I'd I want mean, to be there if it, where I can throw a scarf on. And you fucking... want that like camel hair coat like Brando has in last time? Yeah, yeah. I want a scarf. I want a jacket. Yeah. I want you a fucking scarf, hammer I was, cigarettes. I was gloved up the entire time too. Yeah, like, and have like yeah. a nice yeah, have a nice like hat Dude, it was on. Great. It was I like, would hate to be there. It's like ninety five. I gotta I, wear like shorts. I will say that the place that I stayed in was like a closet. You know, like. And I, we definitely got to the point where, like, and it was Airbnb, and you know, like, there was a point where I was like, I would have much rather been in a hotel where they would like wash my towels and stuff like that. Because we got to like day seven in Paris, and I was like, this place smells. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. You got to be careful in uh, with Europe Airbnbs. Yeah. I, yeah. I, like, I, I probably wouldn't. Yeah. I probably wouldn't get one again. Actually. <laughs> yeah. It was gross. And like, and I accidentally turned on Netflix at one point, and then the Airbnb host hit me up like days after I came back, and he was like, Hey, you owe me twenty dollars because you subscribed to Netflix. I was like, I would just press buttons. I couldn't understand what it right. said. You owe me fifteen dollars. <laughs> yeah. Which stupid American hey, I will say, is I will say like the, the cliches about the French are spot on. This guy hits me up <laughs> I'm sure, in the yeah, days right. before I got there and he was like, What time are you coming? And I was like, I told him what time I was there, and he's like, Oh, there's a seventy five euro late fee. <laughs> And I was like, late fee? What do you mean? It's because they had to have somebody meet me there to give me the oh, key. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it was just like, hey, didn't say anything about it. And it was one of those things where was like, I'm going to write a negative review on Airbnb. I was like, nah, I'm not going to do it. I'll just yeah. drink some wine. You Dominicans, you just go whenever you want. We have a late fee. Yeah. yeah. I was like, it, it was like, it was 75 euros <laughs> if I didn't make it by 10. And if it was after 10, it was 100 euros. And I was just like, damn, like, this trip's already getting off to a rough start. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then the metro was on strike too. Oh, that sucks. Oh yeah. So we spent about five hundred bucks on like Uber rides. It's pricey over there. Yeah, everything's sure. expensive. But you know, you got Uber, so like, I mean, well, that's good. You can get out, get around. My girlfriend threw up in an Uber actually, uh, out the window of one. She got sick when we were. That's uh, par for the course. Yeah, a little too much wine. I don't know. I think she ate some beef tartare that wasn't sitting well with her or something like that. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, it was a lot. I was, yeah, I ate a lot of beef tartare while I was yeah. there. Yeah. Now, what do you think the uh, Kobe beef market? Do you think that a lot of people are getting Kobe steaks? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I no, that's how iconic he was. They named meat after him. Yeah. yeah. I guarantee you that. Did he like, have a stake in those, uh, in those uh, beef companies? I don't know. I've. Because <laughs> wasn't Kobe beef a new thing? I have no idea. I bet so. you. Like, was like, were, like in the tombstone days, were they getting Kobe beef? <laughs> I bet you. You, like TV. if you went to like Whole Foods, they probably wouldn't be sold out of it. But I bet you if you went to like Ralph's or Pavilions, that people would probably be like, "Hey, it's his, it's his beef." Honey, go get some Kobe steak. Yeah, I mean, I think it's always been around, but it was just in Japan. Yeah, right. I think so. it's a, I think it's a cattle variety. I'm sure, like I'm they're, sure they're just cows that are really good at basketball. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's weird. I was I walked Molly last night, and there there this was a, this was this was kind of like LA's 9/11. Yeah, yeah, kind of was. Yeah. yeah. There, it was like quiet yeah. and just. Did Bush is Bush responsible yeah, for right. it? <laughs> it was quiet and just like sad when I walked to her yesterday yeah. at like five. But also it was like because he, w- I mean, he was fucking seventeen when the Lakers drafted him. Yeah. So like he's been in LA that whole time. Yeah. He's like, I mean, he's in more of an icon than like Shaq. They, the LA. Grammys were down at Sable Center last. And night, like the so. crowd outside was, it was like insane. Yeah. Hmm. No, so no, this really is. This is like LA's big kind of tragedy. Yeah, yeah. Rest in peace. Because I'm sure if you ask people, it's like, what would you rather, 8.0 earthquake or Kobe dying? They'd be like, give me that earthquake. Yeah, oh, yeah, sure. Big time. Like, I'll just go outside. Yeah, just, just a bunch of idiots uh, dying. Hey, I'll, I'll set my fire. I'll set my house on fire right now and kill my family. <laughs> yeah. I don't need an earthquake. Don't fucking kill Kobe. Give me Kobe back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right, so that was uh, so what, dude. This movie is talking about a long movie, but never boring. Yeah, no. because he wrote that fucking. He was drawing her. What that felt like 
45 minutes ago. Yeah, that was a while ago. And now mm-hmm. we're just into the iceberg. Yeah, there's a lot of this left. Yeah, this is a long movie, but I, I never am I bored. Yeah. Cameron. Shout out to Titanic. Titanic. One of the greats. All right. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. yeah. Elijah. Yeah, my pleasure. <laughs> Fan favorite now. Uh, your Burning Man episode has got a lot oh, of dude, that thing got, nice. That thing fucking... Burning yeah. Man, dude, people want to know about it, though, yep. too. Like, it's one of those things where people haven't been, and they're just, like, curious as to what it's all about and everything, and it's... It's weird, but it's not that weird. Yeah. All, All right. right. Well, 2020, we're off yeah, to a good we'll first. See you, Sorry, uh, listeners, for the uh, hiatus. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, we were uh, on a bit of a, wa- a walkabout. <laughs> yeah. You should have done a show while you were in Palm Springs. Yeah, I should have brought this stuff out. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it's nice to take a break. Yeah. You know, everyone yeah. deserves a break. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Recharge the battery. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's always the thing. It's just like, ah, I just got to recharge the battery. recharge like, the battery. <laughs> what battery? Can you imagine so... if you just went back to like a pod and you just like plugged in? Yeah. That's pretty much what it sounds like you guys were doing. You're like, we laid on a couch in Palm Springs and occasionally ate food. Yup. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll be back next week with Earl Anderson. Oh, oh perfect. Yeah, talking nice. UFOs. Nice. nice. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. All righty, guys. See you next week. Peace. Peace.